So rumor has it we are going to get our first look at Watch Dogs 3 by the end of this month and just how much are streamers making online? We're going to find out all that and more coming up on Downloadable Gaming. Game begin. What's going on guys? Justin here and welcome to another episode of the Downloadable Gaming Podcast, your weekly gaming survival guide. And we're going to get into those two stories in just a minute, but first... We need to talk about something funny that's been going on. So I don't know if you guys watch Game of Thrones, if any of you read the books like I did, but this was their very last season. And this past Sunday, they finished their very last episode of the series. Sad face, tears. A lot of Game of Thrones fans are sad to see them go. A lot of people are happy for the results, but a lot of people like me are laughing at all the mistakes that have gone on throughout the season. A few weeks ago, during one of the episodes of Game of Thrones, you could obviously see a Starbucks cup on the table during one of their scenes, and everybody on Twitter roasted the show, roasted HBO, roasted the staff, wondering who got fired for this and how could they let this happen. And I can admit, as a human being, we all make mistakes. As somebody who has worked on sets before, I can understand the mistakes happen all the time. You may forget something in the shot. You may have not seen it when you were editing it and it turns up on the actual video. Everybody makes those kinds of mistakes. But but making that mistake once in a series that costs almost a million dollars an episode to make is not okay, but you know what? We can deal with it. But to make that mistake twice in one season, now you're definitely asking to be fired. For all those who don't have HBO or for those who didn't take advantage of HBO Now's free trial like I did, there is a scene towards the very end of the show as they are voting for the new king where you can find a water bottle. Literally, you find a water bottle in the show. If you look really closely behind one of the actor's feet, you can clearly see the plastic water bottle there and it looks specifically like a Poland spring bottle. So not only did you make the mistake of breaking the timeline again by giving us something that we have modern day, but you once again put a big brand out there where you possibly have to write out a check now because millions of people have seen it and you're using their image or they just get free publicity, which is not a bad thing either. This whole season has been very underwhelming compared to seasons past. And I haven't even really watched Game of Thrones all that often, but a lot of people have told me that this past season is not as good as seasons past. There's a lot of complaints about the storyline and how the writers didn't really care. But if you ask me and you look at these two scenes right here where you have a Starbucks cup in one and a Poland Spring water bottle in the other, it just looks like a lot of people were just like coming in saying, hey, this is the last season. This is all we got to do left. We don't have to play these characters anymore and just got comfortable. None of them decided let's go out with a bang and let's make this the best one ever. They decided simply, hey, we're going to be done with this soon. We don't have to deal with this anymore. Let's just lackadaisically get this over with. And then we could go home, collect our checks. And that's exactly what happened. This season has probably left a sour taste in many fans' mouths. Winter is coming. So what does this mean for Game of Thrones now? 
Well, George R.R. Martin is releasing two other books. We don't know when those are coming out. And there are talks about spin-off series. If there's one for Arya, I'll definitely watch it. For anybody else, nah, this is the end of the road for me. The only reason I watched it was because this was the end of the series and I really wanted to know how the writers would end things. But not going to spoil it this time. I'm going to wait, you know, till never because this is a gaming podcast. But I just wanted to have that little talk about how funny that was to see just the fact that nobody noticed that there were cups and that there were bottles in the scenes. Like, come on, guys. If a bunch of people on Twitter could discover that, then somebody from your production staff, one of your editors, one of the people that are supposed to ensure quality, one of your quality assurance people should have saw this. You had so many hurdles that could have blocked these two situations before that thing broadcasted on HBO. And I am so surprised that someone from HBO didn't catch this and was like, Guys, there's a water bottle here. Guys, there's a coffee cup here. We cannot have this. We are paying you almost million dollars or tens of million dollars for this season. That's only six episodes. We cannot have anything like this happen. But no, now you got to suffer through it. Now that might just be a shame. Damn right. And that is why you, my friend, are going to hijack me a 2.0 pre-order shipment before some do-gooder white hat tells home how to cock block us. You've got a weird relationship with technology. You know that, right? One thing you need to know about me, I'm a huge tech nerd. I love my smartphones. I love my electronics. I love the fact that I can pretty much control what I want within the world, literally from the palm of my hands or from this computer screen right here. With that said, one of the biggest reasons I decided to get a PlayStation 4 when it first came out was for Watch Dogs because it gave me exactly what I loved when it came to technology, and that was the ability to control and manipulate it as I wished. Now, I'm not stupid. The first game severely underperformed based off of my expectations and the expectations of others after its initial E3 trailers. But that second game? That one definitely lived up to my expectations. And now, rumors are going around that we are getting a third game. So there's a Twitter account out there that's called watchdogs underscore UK doesn't really sound like something Ubisoft would do however that account has not posted a single tweet since it became created and yet it's already verified so that can only really mean two options unless watchdogs team has expanded over to the UK or we're actually getting a UK watchdogs game I'm gonna lean towards that option especially after a screenshot on the official watchdogs subreddit has possibly leaked the storyline, your characters, and what we can expect from the game. So get this, we are going to play as a woman by the name of Sarah. Now, Sarah is a half Asian, half British woman who works for a counterterrorism organization in the cyber crimes division. So there's your backstory. That's the person that we're playing as. Your job is to infiltrate a hacker group, find out who leads it, and take it out from the inside. 
already you got my attention. Because with Watch Dogs, the first two games, our focus has been primarily on let's take out the establishment. Let's become this rebel and we can take everything out from the outside in. Now we're getting the complete opposite. Possibly getting the opposite. Now we could possibly become the establishment, become the organization, become the government, and use the same hacker abilities in this game that we can infiltrate where we can infiltrate a hacker group and take them out from the inside or this could be the same watchdogs formula where we infiltrate the group find out something completely wrong is out and then we go against the organization on our own there's possibility on both ends so what else can we expect from this game well there's not gonna be any firearms this time Watchdogs 1 and Watchdogs 2 allowed us to use firearms and knives in our combat. But according to the screenshot, our sole option is going to be hand-to-hand -hand close quarters combat or melee weapons, which is mostly what I used whenever I was in combat in both of those games. Or I used something called Trickster, which is a strategy where you can maneuver through the missions without seeing a person there because you're using your drone, you're using your RC car, you're using all the cameras and tech that you can get your hands on just to get through a mission. And one of my favorite things about the game was the way you can move around in Watch Dogs 2. They made the parkour system so fluid in that game that you could literally just hold down a button and you could get almost up every building over every fence that you wanted. No hesitations, no questions asked. And supposedly, according to the screenshot, that has been that has been improved even more so now it's even more fluid and on top of that we get a skateboard that we can skateboard through all of london oh did i forget to mention that well in case i didn't london is the setting for this game i guess that's why there's a uk twitter account so how am i so sure that there's going to be a watchdogs 3 out outside of all these rumors outside of all these speculations well I'm going to go back to Ubisoft's earnings report when they did it publicly and they talked about how and they talked about how Ghost Recon Breakpoint was the only quote unquote only game announced for the end of 2019. However, there were three AAA titles that will be announced soon. So could Watch Dogs 3 be one of those AAA titles that we could see? maybe the rumors are circulating that we may get a first look at the end of may of 2019 and a first gameplay look at it come e3 in june and i'm excited i'm seriously about to go play watchdogs 2 right now remember every single skill that i got from that game just so i could be ready for watchdogs 3 Okay, Team DLG, if you have ever heard your parents, your teachers, some adult in your life saying you will never be able to make money playing video games, you need to do me a favor. Pause this right now, find that person, bring them to where you are, and then play this. Because y'all all need to hear this story. So we all know streamers, we all know YouTube content creators, they make money off of their content, especially in gaming. But have we ever really knew how much they made? Get this, money is a very taboo topic. 
We all know that. We all know nobody likes to talk about how much money they make, how much money someone else makes. But you know who likes to talk about how much money they spend? Gaming publishers. So there are not one, but two articles, one on CNET and one on Inc, talking about how much publishers pay streamers to broadcast their games. Before I get to the actual number, let me tell you what they said. This is the strategy that these publishers use. Before a game comes out, right before the launch date, these gaming publishers will go out and they will ask streamers, big streamers, people who can get 15,000 viewers at a time to watch live. And they will put out an offer. We will pay you to play this game for maybe a couple of hours on end to try it out, to interact with your chat, to interact with your audience as you are playing this. And streamers have the options of saying, yeah, I'll do it or no, I won't. So want to know how much these guys make for a big streamer who can generate an audience of 15,000 people to watch at a time. So your Jacksepticeye guys, your ninjas, anyone like that can get anywhere from 30 to $50,000 per hour of streaming. And that's putting it on the light side because Ninja could get about 25,000 people at a time, which means he could generate even more than that. There's rumors going around that he generates maybe $100,000 an hour. So let's go through the strategy. Let's use EA for an example, because that's the one that they use here. When Apex Legends came out, EA may or may not have asked 12 streamers with beta access to the game to play on their streams. And let's say they paid the high price of $50,000. They spent a little more than a million dollars paying those streamers to broadcast the game before it came out. And you know what they generated when the game first launched? One million downloads. Mind you, this game is absolutely free to download. There's a ton of microtransactions in the back end, but to get one million downloads by spending one million dollars, a little more than a million dollars. I've been doing Facebook ads for some time and I have been using that to help grow this channel organically, quote unquote. But to say, I can get a download of my game for pretty much less than $2 a download. That's incredible no matter who you are. If you're an independent game developer doing mobile games, for instance, and you can get people to download your game for like two bucks, mind you, you sell extra stuff for like five to 10 in the background, you're making bank. Who knows how much who knows how much the studios behind Apex Legends absolutely made off of the back end of this game? Because now there's over, what, 50 million people playing it? And these streamers, these streamers, which I love because they live their lives like regular humans like you and me, are making, what, almost six figures a stream? Let's say they're only playing for two hours and making $50,000 an hour. They made a six-figure salary in one stream for two hours. And they can stream every single day because this does not count 
the money that they make from Twitch subscriptions, from bits on Facebook, from bits on Twitch. Like, come on, these guys are making money. Donations, sponsor deals that they have on the side. I know G Fuel is paying a ton of different creators. Maybe I'm in the wrong profession. Maybe I should be doing streaming instead of doing a podcast. But at the same time, I love to hear myself talk. And I know I got people listening on a podcast, i.e. you guys. Then I do somebody on Twitch where I'm just going to be staring at a zero for most of the time. But I got to give it to you streamers. You guys know how to kill the system. Y'all are doing the damn thing. I am so proud of seeing that. Why? Because for the person who I told you to bring in that said you can never make money playing video games, I want you to look at them and I want to hear your reason. Because the person you brought in, these streamers are probably making twice their yearly income. Most likely, maybe three times. Oh my goodness, that is amazing to hear. But that's all the stories that we have for today. Those are the ones I wanted to talk to you guys. If you want a more visual version of this podcast, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Downloadable Gaming. I do put up videos of all of these stories. And if you want even more stories, I do a blog article every single day up on DownloadableGaming.com. That is DownloadableGaming.com at DownloadableGaming on social media if you want more versions of this podcast. With that said, I will see you guys next time. Game over.